0: CNN director caught on tape admitting the propaganda and lies the network has used in the last year, influencers being paid to promote the COVID-19 vaccine to their audience, and more. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello everyone, welcome to episode eight of Liberty Before Lipstick. Today we have some juicy topics to jump into. The first topic we're going to get into today is one of the biggest scandals in mainstream media propaganda that I have ever seen in my life and it is Project Veritas Exposing CNN. Since the Trump administration has left office, CNN's views have plummeted. I mean, we see report after report of how low their ratings have gone. I just saw one today saying some of their ratings got cut another 45%. And even though this has happened, there are still a lot of people who trust CNN, who go to CNN for their news and further information, thinking they're actually getting accurate information, when instead they're getting a biased, paid-for narrative. This has been proven time and time again. So this is not me hating on CNN. This is literally what is being said by the director of CNN on videotape. It absolutely blew my mind to see this guy so proudly talking about what CNN has done and what they have done to the people. I stand by the mainstream media is the enemy of the people. They always have a narrative. It all depends on who's paying for it. It's never for the good of the people. So I'm gonna start by playing you some of the footage. I'll also have linked in the description where you can see more for yourself, look more for yourself, but there are three parts so far. Take a listen. What
1: actually happens when a network cares more about ratings than the truth? In the case of CNN, owned by parent company Warner Media, it seems that CNN has resorted to other means in order to keep you watching. What you're about to see is so shocking admissions about COVID, its impact, the bias, and things that we've all suspected but have never been able to confirm until now. Sad news back to back to back doesn't do really well unless it affects them directly.
2: COVID, gangbusters are great, great enough, right? Which is why we constantly have the death toll on the side, which I have a major problem with that we're tallying how many people die every day. Because I'd even look at it and be like look at it and be like let's make it higher. Like why isn't it high enough, you know, today? Like it would make our point better if it was higher. And I'm like well, what am I... Browning, or that's a problem Yeah, uh, we're doing that you know like
0: Well, I mean it helps with ratings
2: of course yeah but yeah I would expect it. I have a job sure like I'm happy about that but yeah, I don't know um, I who gets to like decide how long that stays on or like head of the network? I've been in, in the room many times where my director tells me take it down and I take it down and then we get a phone call, like the bat the back phone like rings in the back. Literally a red phone like this special red phone ring. Yeah. And they pick it up and this producer picks it up. And you hear mom mop mom mom and every so often they put it on speaker and it's like the head of the network being like there's nothing that you're doing right now that makes me want to stick put the numbers back up because that's the most enticing thing that we have
1: so put it back up so like things like that are constantly talked about now on the first video charlie chester and rachel hoffman gave us a first-hand account into how cnn's president jeff sucker really is on a minute-to-minute basis, even when it comes to graphics on the screen, COVID graphics. Charlie Chester referring to the red phone that rings to update the graphics, because remember, folks, it's all about ratings.
2: Why why don't you guys at CNN show the recovery rates on the death tolls, at least? The recovery rates. Oh, um, who's had it and then? Recovered. Recovered. Um, because that's not scary. That's, yeah, that, I, I would imagine that's why they don't do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's my favorite.
2: If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah.
0: If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
2: Uh-huh. Um, I think um, no no one ever says those things out loud, but it's obvious based on like the amount of stories that we do. like The fact that we have a segment called The Good Stuff, which is a feel-good thing, but it's dedicated moment at the end, to like, almost like be the ice cream to alleviate, you know, like everything that you've been through, like, you know, like something sweet to end it with. Because um, everything else is like, dupeful. Um, I mean, it's, it's human nature. I mean, like I find myself watching more news when there's something looming and scary.
1: Chester seems to have lost faith in CNN's ability to do honest reporting, not just at CNN, actually, but in news generally.
2: I mean, there's no such thing as um, unbiased news. There's too many agendas. There's too many people that have jobs that need to feed their families for it to be unbiased. Yeah. It's impossible. Of course, the, the, the most unbiased news is grassroots, out kind of people's basement for the podcast. That's the most unbiased get, you probably know? get. Um, and unfortunately, the trend is that when you can actually start making money off of it, you start to inherently destroy the thing that you love. Listen to the way they ask questions. Because they're not actually asking questions. Who? Any reporter on oh, no. CNN, okay. what they're actually doing is they're telling the person what to say. It's, it's an art form. Of it. What's that? There's an art form to it. I think there, there's like an art to manipulation. I think, it, I think some people have figured it out inherently. But like in the, with the media or just like in media general. And in just <laughs> conversations. Yeah yeah, 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 I think when like uh, you ever meet somebody that like you feel like you're being gaslit by, start to listen to how they word things. What do you mean? inflection saying things like twice like there's little subtleties to how to manipulate people. Um, Is it how, what's the difference between doing that like on one-on-one basis or like a widespread oh, news organization? Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's enough to you know, change the world. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Isn't that the plan? It
1: um, yeah, is a plan. I think if this time it works with like the Trump thing. Chester is fully aware of the power that CNN has over people. His words should caution people everywhere who takes the journalism at these corporations seriously. He tells us not to take it seriously. Chester tells us explicitly how the news business works. I think what we did, we got Trump back. I am hundred percent gonna say
2: it, and I hundred percent believe it. That if it wasn't for CNN, I don't know that Trump would have got voted out. I really don't think so. Oh really? CNN, I think if COVID had, I think if COVID hadn't happened, it wouldn't have mattered what covered. Trump would still be in office. I know. Oh. I, I believe. No, it. I I, don't I, I came to CNN because I wanted to be a part of that.
1: So Chester says that CNN is responsible. For getting Trump out of office and helping Biden through his term listen to this tape Chester and Hoffman believe CNN managed to get Trump out of office their words and Chester calls CNN propaganda
2: yeah I mean like Trump we did it like when Trump uh, was uh, I I don't know like his hand was shaking or whatever we brought in, like, so many medical people to, like, all tell a story that, like, it was all speculation, that he was, like, neurological damaged, like, that, that he was losing it, he's unfit to, you know, whatever. We were, we were creating a story there that we didn't know anything about, you know, we were, so that's, that's, I think that's a propaganda. Um, we had nothing else to run with at that time, we were, like, just taking shots off the bat, just hoping something would happen, know.
1: Chester didn't just take credit for Trump's loss. He also alleges it was CNN's, quote, focus. They were focused on getting Trump out of office. Chester also believes that in the current news cycle, there is, quote, COVID fatigue. Chester's saying that CNN has a game plan to fix that fatigue. I think there's just, like, a
2: COVID fatigue, so, like, whenever a new story comes up, they're going to latch on to it. They've already announced in her office that once the public is will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate, um, uh, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like um, I don't know like. Um, it's our. It's going to be our focus. Like, uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So, our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. Right? What does that look like? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I have a feeling it's just going to be like constantly showing videos of like decline and ice and weather warming up and like the effects it's having on an the economy and, and really talking head of the network, like, just... Who's that? Is that that Zucker? Zucker, yeah. I imagine that he's got his council, and they've all, like, discussed, like, where they think, um... So that's, like, the next... Pandemic, like, story like, that will, yeah, that will be to death. But that one's got longevity. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic, or, you know, like, it'll taper off to a point that it's, you know, not a problem anymore. Probably, I think, it's going to take years, so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit, you know, so. Climate change overload. Yeah. Be prepared. It's coming. <laughs>
0: So let's unpack everything you just heard, and I'll link the videos down below so you can check out the full-length videos, and if you had a hard time understanding anything, they were usually in restaurants, so there's a little bit of background noise. But there was a lot that should not be so carefully looked over or forgotten. This is you know, a huge moment in exposing the mainstream media. And over the last couple of years, many of us have lost interest and not trusted the mainstream media, but this is something that should wake up absolutely everyone who hears it into questioning what the news tells you. The man who was speaking, Charlie Chester, who is a director at CNN, he said so much in private that I would bet he probably wouldn't say in public. So here you have an employee that's not at a low level by any means, someone who's out here directing, telling you that their news network is not trustworthy, yet still working for them and participating in the propaganda. There are a lot of things that stood out to me, so let's get into that. He said there is no such thing as unbiased news. He also said that they're not really asking questions, they're setting you up and that it's an art form. He said that it leads people in a direction before they even open their mouths, and then he continued to say, they're only putting people on the air who have a track record of taking the bait. And he really dove into what he called manipulating people and like the art of manipulation. And here he's admitting the people they put on the network are people they can manipulate, people that will say what they want to say or that they can frame and put in a corner to say what they want them to say. So looking back at the election cycle in 2020, you saw conservatives everywhere saying, hey, stop listening to CNN, stop watching CNN, because they would take videos of President Trump, they would cut them, they would manipulate them, they would only show you part of the story, and that's what we were trying to say, is watch it from the source, watch the whole video, and then form your opinion. Well, here you see a director telling you, we do things to fit our narrative. We say things for views. And this guy knows how much power CNN has. He knows how much power the media has. He said in the video that, It's enough to change the world. So you have someone who understands how much power they have over the masses, and not just on a local scale or a country scale, but on a worldwide scale. It was also very troubling to hear the part about COVID. Many of us had suspected that the reason they put these death toll numbers up is for fear. Most things that come from mainstream, it's always for fear because fear controls the people. And you saw lots of conservatives questioning during the whole last year, why don't they put recovery rates? Why is it only death rates? Why isn't the media bringing in specialists to help us learn how to improve our immune system, how to get healthier, how to stay healthier during lockdown, and not just physical health, but also mental health. It was pushing the numbers in our faces day after day after day so that people would get more afraid and more afraid and more afraid. Because if they cared, they would have been helping us on, hey, do this to improve your immune system. These are ways to physically and mentally keep your body strong. These are how many people have recovered from it. But you had to dig for those numbers. You didn't see that on mainstream media. In the clip where he talks about the COVID death tolls and he says, why isn't this higher? It would prove our point more. That is extremely disturbing. And you can see how fixated he is on that if you watch the video. He only wants the death toll higher so that it'll prove their point to be afraid of COVID. That is messed up. That is beyond disturbing. This is no longer doing things for abuse. This is a loss of humanity. There is no humanity in you if you want to use numbers of a virus to instill fear in the people so that you can get more ratings. And he says, if it bleeds, it leads. How could you ever watch a media outlet who has people working for them who thinks like this? They don't care about giving you correct information. They don't care about helping you. They only care about their ratings. They only care about their money. They only care about their power. To see the damage that this pandemic has had on the country, on the world, to see how politicized it's gotten in the last year to drive narratives, we are just now starting to wake up from so many lies and things we've been told the last year. And it also confirms so many thoughts a lot of us had had But didn't have proof of of knowing that the media is truly the enemy that the media doesn't really care about us This is just one small example packed with so much information He openly talks about how happy news doesn't do anything and how they also can't post too much sad news Because that doesn't do anything. They need scary They need things to put fear in the people because that way everyone tunes in and they're glued to the tv screen He said fear is the thing that keeps you tuned in That is direct proof from just one person of a huge network telling you, this is how we get our ratings, so this is what we're going to do. This should make you question everything the mainstream media has ever said to you. I don't care what the network is, this should make you question everything. You have someone working high up at a big network telling you there's no such thing as unbiased news, which I feel like everyone knows, but this is no longer about political party. This isn't about if it's left-leaning or if it's right-leaning. This is about humanity. This is about how many people, how many millions of people have tuned into these networks, listened to what they said, took it to heart, thought it was truth, and it affected or changed their entire lives. These media outlets have blood on their hands. They have so much that they are not being held accountable for. Like I said in previous episodes, they don't have to tell us the truth. They just have to convince us that it's true. And he even alluded to that in here saying they've reported on things they knew nothing about to drive a narrative. He talked about in the very first CNN exposing video Project Veritas uploaded that one time Trump's hands were shaking and they wrote this whole piece on how he was mentally unfit when they didn't know anything about it. They just wanted to drive the narrative. He said that their network's goal was to get Trump out of office, and they said they were part of it, and without them, they don't know if Trump would have gotten voted out. That's what you have a director of a network telling you, that they talked about things they knew nothing about because that was their narrative. It should concern you that one news network could have so much power that they can pick the way a country goes based on who runs the network based on the will of the person that rings in their director's phone or their producer's phone to say, hey, you guys need to talk about this. They also talk about the red Batman phone, which was super eerie. It's like something out of a movie where the evil guy who runs the world and wants complete world domination calls in and tells everyone what to do and moves everyone around. They literally called it a red Batman phone. And it was him, and then there was another woman who worked at CNN that's also shown in one of the episodes where they expose – all saying, yeah, that's it. We go minute to minute. And Chester says when he gets a call, he changes it or they'll put the numbers up or take the numbers down. Who's controlling it? That's something everyone should ask. Okay. Look at who owns these networks and look, so who's controlling the producers? Who's controlling the owners? Because no one seems to be able to answer that question of who's pulling the strings? Who's running the media? Have you ever asked yourself, who's running the news? I've shared a few clips on my Instagram story before, but you can find them pretty easily online. There was this clip that went viral last year because it was every local news station in the United States. It was a bunch of them, and they were all saying the exact same script. You would think that local news stations would be different based on where you live. Obviously, the stories are different of what's happening in your area, but the words, like they overlapped all of these different local news stations around the country and they said the exact same thing and it's super creepy it looks like something out of black mirror it's so eerie so look it up if you haven't seen it it's just one of those things where you're like who's controlling the media because whoever controls the narrative controls the people Imagine being in a pandemic and then having a director of a news station that can control the narrative, control the story of the people in this country, only focusing on keeping the COVID numbers high to scare people. Does that not concern anyone else? I mean, it absolutely blew my mind. My jaw was just dropped. My mouth was open watching this entire video. And I'm someone who doesn't watch CNN. I'm someone who considers them fake news. And to see this video, I mean, my mouth, I was just like, am I really watching this right now? In part three of this exposing CNN series, he talks about the current Asian hate crime narrative. He said in his research, there were a lot of black Americans committing crimes against Asian Americans. And he says in the video that the optics are not good. We're trying to help BLM is what he said. And then he said that the far left will start criminalizing one entire group of people. As I said before, the media uses race to divide people. Here is an open confession of saying, hey, I don't want to talk about the black on Asian crime because that doesn't help us to help BLM. And, you know, we're just going to talk about white people because that's the trend. That's what we've been doing. We're only focusing on white people. Here is a network openly confessing to pushing racism. You can be racist to any skin color. And when you target a group of people, such as how he talks about white people are the target now, it just confirms everything that people have been already talking about. Journalism is meant to show facts and to show you the truth and to show people and educate them on what's happening. This is the farthest thing from the truth. It's a manufactured truth. He even admits that they can write stories and talk about things to affect other industries. Like he said, climate change is going to be the next thing they want to scare people about. Has it ever occurred to you that any time you bring up climate change and you think it's not real, all of a sudden you're a conspiracy theorist or any of these labels they try to put on people who give opinions that aren't theirs because they're trying to sell you a story? If you go against the story they're trying to sell, you're going to affect their ratings, you're going to affect their money, you're going to affect their reach, you're going to affect the hold they have on the people in order for them to be able to control the people, they need to have you tuned in. They need their ratings. They need your viewings. They need you to listen to what they say and to think that what they're saying is true. And the moment the masses start to question that, they lose their grip on the people. It kind of reminds me of what's happening in stocks right now, how the hedge funds were trying to short GameStop and now you have the whole GameStop AMC things, all because the hedgies or the hedge funds, they wanted to make billions and billions of dollars like they've been doing. They manipulate the stock market, they short businesses, they put businesses out of business to make money, and they use the stock market as their personal casino. And now that the people are waking up and seeing, oh, well, I can make money in the stock market too, they don't like it. So they're changing the rules, they are cheating, they are doing all kinds of sketchy things as we're seeing if you're saying involved in the stock market, that's in the financial sector. And now we're seeing the shift in the media and information sector where people are starting to wake up these news sources don't have the power that they used to have over the people. People are turning off their TVs. They're doing their own research. They're thinking for themselves because they're being exposed by people like Project Veritas, who are only proving what Trump already said. Early on in Trump's presidency, he used to call these outlets fake news. And before I did my research, I was like, what's going on? Why does he always call them fake news? But he was right. There are so many things whether you like him or not that he's just simply right about and they continue to show and to come true And you have to give credit where credit is due Trump is the only president that warned us. Hey, these people are fake news They're lying to you and anytime he would say something cnn would twist it or paint a narrative about it And they admitted it on these tapes This director admitted to twisting stories and writing narratives about things. They knew nothing about to prove a point They were painting a picture to convince you that it was Picasso when it was not painted by Picasso. Chester talked about in part three how the media is the greatest weapon, how you can shape an entire people's perception about anything. He talks about forcing a story to help their platform. Did you hear that wording? Forcing a story, not telling a story, but forcing it on you, making you believe that it's true because we're all busy. We all have our own lives. Not everyone has the time to go in and to do their own research. And like I've seen so many times in my comments, Amanda, where do you get your research? Because we have been conditioned over the decades and over the years that you can trust these news sources because if it's on your TV, that means it's trustworthy. Same with the internet, right? If it's on Google, it must be true. And once you've been taught something, it's hard to unlearn it because you have to unlearn and then relearn. And he talks about them putting the COVID death tolls back up because it's in quotes, the most enticing thing that we had. That's what he said about the network, that that was the most convincing thing that they had that we were in a pandemic were the numbers. We have to instill fear in the people. I mean, what kind of mental and physical toll did this have on people? Can we even measure how many people were affected by propaganda, by narratives such as this one? And this is just the surface. These are things he said in private conversations. What else does he know? What else are they hiding? How are they going to be held accountable for it? What is going to happen? And if nothing happens to them, that should tell you who's really in charge of this country. Because if a news source isn't held accountable for the lies they are telling to millions of people, it's similar to social media. Social media also is protected, right? They can say whatever they want, they can deplatform whoever they want because they're in quotes a private business or a private platform. These news networks should be required to tell the truth. I can't tell you how many people I heard last year say Trump divided the nation. Trump's the one that destroyed this country. He did not destroy this country. What destroyed this country were lies, propaganda, and most of it came from the media. They sold the world a story. A lot of the world believed it and it divided the people because a divided people cannot stand. If they have us divided and they have us arguing, we cannot stand together and we cannot really see what's happening in this country. The next thing I want to talk about is influencers being paid to promote the COVID-19 vaccine. When I saw this, I was in a mix of being like, are you serious right now? And are you serious right now? Influencers started posting they were being offered to promote the vaccine for $1,300 via PayPal. I personally did not receive the offer, but there are some people that I follow that had that had talked about it on their stories, and these stories picked up and blew up all over the internet. I also had several comments on my Instagram Live earlier in the week of people talking about this as well, so I wanted to give my two cents. First and foremost, if you need celebrities, politicians, influencers, and social media platforms to convince and push this down our throats, do we really need it? Before you even know any facts about the vaccine, that is something that should spark a red flag of why are they pushing it so much. I am old enough to remember when influencers get hate for promoting hair vitamins because we are not doctors, but all of a sudden it's acceptable for an influencer to promote an experimental vaccine that by medical terms, I've seen multiple professionals say it's not even a vaccine. They call it a shot because it's actually experimental gene therapy. To top it off, apparently some influencers were asked to promote it, but they didn't have to get it. So they're selling their souls for $1,300 about a vaccine that they're not even going to get. They're doing it for some cash. And if you follow anyone that has done that, I would say unfollow really quick because that's everything you need to know about that person. I've said time and time again, I'm not getting the vaccine. This is something, first of all, not approved by the FDA. It's only approved for emergency use authorization. Vaccines take years and years and years to make. There are no trials. In the ferret studies, all of the ferrets died once they were exposed to the coronavirus. Medicine is not a one-size-fits-all. There is no medical treatment that will work for everyone. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's needs are different. Everyone's health is different. And currently, it's being shoved down our throats. And you have people saying, well, you need to do your part and get it. Well, last time I checked, if you get it, it's not going to prevent you from the vaccine not working if I don't get it. Now, when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, you can still get COVID if you get the vaccine. You can still spread covid If you get the vaccine you still have to wear a mask and socially distance if you get the vaccine you can't return back to your normal life if you get the vaccine and it doesn't prevent you from dying or adverse reactions if you get the vaccine so you can still spread it you can still get it you can still have adverse reactions or die the manufacturers cannot be held liable if anything happens and you can't return back to normal I am absolutely sick and tired of seeing warriors for humanity going online, telling everyone to do their part and get the vaccine. I want to know if everyone promoting it, whether for free or being paid, are going to be held accountable for all the adverse reactions that are happening. Of course not. The manufacturers aren't even held liable. Imagine promoting something and then you have thousands or millions of people that die from it or have adverse reactions. And anytime someone brings up adverse reactions to their experience, They're censored or deplatformed or people just call them out and say it's not true. I think it's important to look at the science. And I mean the actual science. I don't mean the paid science. I don't mean the science that's put out by the government. I mean actual science. Believing in science means doing your research and watching what other doctors and other people are dealing with who have gotten the vaccine, who have gotten the virus. It's actually stunning them, right? And when it comes to common sense, when you have a virus that's over 99% survival rate, a vaccine that's not FDA approved, that doesn't stop you from getting it, that doesn't stop you from transmitting it, that won't allow you to go back to quote unquote normal life, what's the point of getting it? I'm just curious, what would be your reason to get it? Because the government says so? Because the government doctor says so? I mean, genuinely, what is the point? Personally, what I'd rather be doing is strengthening my immune system Eating well, not eating processed foods, not eating junk foods, working out, getting sun, taking vitamin D, vitamin C, strengthening my body. Because health really is currency. Keeping your body healthy is the best way to be free. But our government, they don't teach us how to be healthy. They're only selling you a product. Earlier in the week, it was announced that Johnson & Johnson vaccines are now paused in the U.S. for blood clots being an adverse reaction. Now there are a few things I want to say on this and the first thing was something I read in an article that said Blood clots were not on the adverse reaction list, which is why they had to pause it However, if blood clots would have been listed they would not have paused it Which that in itself was something troubling to me because you know when you see medications on tv on commercials and it's like can cause this, 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 and all of these health reactions, and heart disease, and high blood pressure, and kidney failure, and they list all of these things that can happen if you take this medication. I feel like we don't always take that seriously. You just kind of hear it, and you're used to hearing it because every medication has it. But that is something that I'm like, wait a minute. If they would have listed it, that means it would have been fine. That's you know scary because yes, you read it, but you don't expect for it to happen. But again, this is not something that has any clinical trials. I also thought it was interesting that the J&J one doesn't have mRNA in it. The other ones do. And they are targeting the one that doesn't. And there have been a lot of reactions from the other vaccines. You can look them up on the Bears website. But I just thought it was something to think about. My opinion is if you want to take it, take it. And if you don't, don't. Everyone has the right to choose over their body. You shouldn't shame people either way because at the end of the day, your health is your responsibility. And as we've seen now, the fact that people are trying to shame people for breathing saying, if you don't wear a mask, you're gonna kill people and you should be ashamed of yourself, you need to take care of other people. No, your health is your responsibility. If you wanna go out in public and keep wearing masks, absolutely, do what makes you feel comfortable because it's your life. But stop shaming other people who wanna live their lives and go back to the lives how they used to live. And on top of that, do your research. Do your research. Stop just going to the mainstream media news, as I've talked about in the whole beginning of this podcast. They are now making disclaimers on mask boxes saying this does not prevent you from getting COVID. The sooner you realize this isn't about politics, this is about a bigger picture of money, control, and power, it's always been about the people at the top, the 1% controlling the 99%. All the mainstream media does is use emotions to control. They want to control us. They want to drive the narrative. They want to make sure they can predict and control what people are going to do. And they've been in the business a very long time. Think of the time before the internet. How many people got all of their information from the news? That was their only source of information was from their TV set. Now we have the internet. We have access to so much information but now we're at a war of misinformation. You have the media pushing out propaganda and, you know, narratives driven by their agendas. Then you have people on the ground trying to figure out, well, what is really the truth? What is there something beyond this narrative? Is this actually true or is there something more to it? And you have big tech using the internet to also further push the media. Big tech, social media platforms, they're just an extension of propaganda machines, If they don't like something you say, they put a fact check label on it because they want to change the way people digest information. They want you to look at that post and say, hmm, this is fact checked. So I'm just going to disregard it. That person doesn't know what they're talking about. I remember when fact checkers first came on the scene and I thought, oh, well, that's kind of cool. They're going to help us know what's real and what's not. Wow. I was so misled in that moment looking back at it. But now you see past that. They're opinion checkers. They want to change the way you look at things to further drive their story. As always, don't take my word for it. Go out, do your own research, question everything that you read, everything that you see, and always search for truth even when it's unpopular. Thanks for tuning in to episode eight of Liberty Before Lipstick. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to download this podcast, subscribe, and also share it with a friend. The more we're able to spread our message, the more people we can share the truth with and get conversations going. If you want to follow me on social media platforms, you can follow my Instagram and my YouTube at Amanda Ensing. I'll have everything linked below. And if you want to support my work, head over to MakeMakeupGreatAgain.com and pick out some awesome gear. I hope everyone has a great weekend. God bless. And I will catch you in my brand new episode next Tuesday.